Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Red Sox Precap with your hosts, Keaton DeRocher and Shelley Verstraight. Part of the Over the Monster Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Red Sox Precap, podcast from the Over the Monster Network where we recap the series that just ended, preview the series that is about to start. Shelley, back-to-back series wins for the Red Sox. Things are looking up. Uh, Yeah, I, I guess they are. Um, <laughs> I guess they <laughs> Relatively? Relatively. They're looking relatively up. Uh, yes, I'll keep it at that. <laughs> uh, Bobby Dalbach is on fire. That's fun to watch. We will get to uh, all of his fun stuff later. Um, first, starting with Game 1 against the Minnesota Twins. Tanner Houck got the start here versus Jax for the Twins. Uh, Houck replaced Duran on the active roster before this one and should remain here for the rest of the season. Comments from... Um, Alex Cora mentioned he is excited to have Hauk here pitching every fifth day, so it looks like Hauk will be here to stay this time. About time. He went four and two-thirds innings, gave up eight hits, three earned, struck out six, only walking one. What were your thoughts of Hauk's performance? Um, I mean, I I thought it was okay. Um, I mean, yeah, I would have liked him to go deeper into the game, especially with our bullpen um, being extremely sketchy. Um, 
but I thought it was okay. It, it's a pretty good start. Uh, going against the Twins, maybe I, you know, maybe I didn't want to see so many hits, but only giving up three earned runs, striking out six. I thought it was okay. Agreed. I agree. It was an okay start for Hauk. Uh, something for him to build on. Obviously, uh, the strikeouts were there. The walks were not, which was great to see. A lot of hits. Twins do have um, I know, a top-heavy lineup, uh, but a lineup that can string some hits together. So, uh, I mean, eight is tough in four and two-thirds innings, but able to hold them to three runs is okay. Uh, Josh Taylor followed to finish off the fifth inning and get the win. Uh, the bullpen came in, uh, well, after uh, Martin Perez and Sawamura both giving up two earned runs, and then Barnes came in and struggled again, came in with a three-run lead at 11-8, to eight, gave up a home run and two walks, and was promptly yoinked for Hansel Robles. Uh, according to Fangraphs, he has had five meltdowns in the month of August. Uh, putting that in into perspective, he had six meltdowns from April through July. He is just on the struggle bus, something fierce right now. A um, little bit of a preview of our roundtable, but where's your confidence with Matt Barnes right now? Um, It's pretty much um, nowhere. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, he, he gets into these like little spits and spells of where he just absolutely looks horrible and he's just there right now and sadly i think that we're just gonna have to write it out because that's just what we've had to do before but i don't know maybe we were spoiled at the beginning of the season where he was just like lights out but yeah i am i i don't have a lot of confidence in him currently same uh, didn't retire an out in his outing here. As I said, faced three batters, gave up a home run and two walks, and then was pulled for Hansel Robles, who did finish the job and get the save. Um, where do the Red Sox go for close closer here? Because this, this seemed like the right thing to do with Barnes because um, they are just scraping for wins right now, uh, and Barnes clearly didn't have it. This was the first time where Barnes was really yanked before um, either he – struggled to finish an inning or you know, blew the game blew the game before he could finish the inning. Um, so it seems like Cora's confidence is kind of similar to yours. But where do they go? Uh, yeah, I mean, I honestly, I really don't know. Um, pretty much everyone in the bullpen hasn't been doing well except, you know, good friend Garrett Richards. Um, wouldn't that be like a really interesting, like little twist to this like crazy season? Garrett Richards just totally goes, you know, balls to the wall and ends up being the closer. Um, I mean, he's looked pretty good um, in the bullpen. So, but honestly, the way I the season's think... gone, it seems fitting that that's just how it would fit. <laughs> yep, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um. Red Sox did get the win, though, 11-9, to high-scoring affair here, and that led us to Game 2. Um, oh, actually, notable, uh, Travis Shaw, second straight game with a home run. Kike Hernandez also had one, and Hunter Renfro went for two and five RBIs. Game 2, Nick Pavetta versus Bailey Ober. Um, 
Red Sox in game one were able to get runs across. Uh, game two, not so much. A season-high 28 men left on base, 4 for 15 with runners in scoring position. Kind of back to their old ways here. Uh, the top of the lineup was productive, but the uh, bottom was just a black hole. Uh, are you worried about J.D. Martinez before we get into Nick Pavetta? Uh, J.D. Martinez in this one went over 5 with a strikeout. Uh, he had 5 left on base just himself, really struggling since the beginning of the month. Yeah, I, I really am um, just, you know, a tad bit concerned uh, when it comes to J.D. Uh, you know, he didn't really get a hit in this series. Uh, just kind of, I guess, kind of like previewing uh, the, the the next game. Um as well and you know he he i don't think he got a hit at all in the texas series either so that's you know two series where he's going uh you know over right yeah so he hasn't he got two hits um when he was with texas in the texas series but still it's just like it's i'm like fully concerned because he's like in the heart of the lineup right and we can't have a guy who is just not hitting at all yeah, I mean, that's the the piece that even when things have been going wrong for the Red Sox, that first four or five batters in the order have been really productive. And when you're missing a major piece of that, that tends to have a bit of a trickle effect in there. It's tough to watch, but something that I wouldn't expect to continue because just the hitter that J.D. Martinez is and the overall season that he's had. It's just uh, tough that it's happening now in such a crucial point in the season where they need to get runs across, get some wins. Nick Pavetta went four innings, five strikeouts, two walks. Uh, didn't get hit all that hard, but did give up four earned runs. What were your thoughts on Pavetta's start? Um, I just again kind of like with with how it was. It was okay. Uh, yeah, he gave up like two home runs, especially like that huge monster bomb from uh, Miguel Sano that you know went out the park, but. It was very, very far. I guess it was okay. Outside of those two bombs, um, you know, if he didn't give those up, it would just be two earned runs. Um, He didn't give up, like, a lot of hits, not a lot of hard contact. So I think that he just kind of got, like, you know, killed by those those two home runs. But it was, you know, it was okay kind of start. Yeah, it it was fine. It, uh, this game really up yeah. until the end had a feel like the first half where the Red Sox never seemed like they were out of a, of a game no matter what the situation was. Uh, Pavetta quickly gave up four runs and then the bullpen until the end was absolutely shut down following that. Austin Davis went two and two-thirds, no hit innings with three strikeouts. Saramura followed with a third of an inning. Martin Perez an inning. Josh Taylor an inning. No runs from any of them until... Also Robles in the 10th after a <laughs> two-run game-tying home run from Kyle Schwarber. Hansa Robles did not have a great outing, <laughs> pitching on consecutive days. One inning, five runs, four earned, no walks, one strikeout. All that damage came on three hits. Doesn't seem like Robles is the answer. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely not. Even though, you know, he bailed out... You know, the Red Sox in the first game, you know, getting that, that save. Um, yeah, he's definitely not the answer. <laughs> yeah. The Red Sox got all four of their runs 
uh, right at the end of the game. Uh, one in the seventh, one in the eighth, two in the ninth, and then they did were able to get two in the tenth to make it a little bit more respectful. But it was kind of out of hand at that point. Anyway, out hit Minnesota fifteen to ten, and take the loss, stranding twenty eight batters on base. That's not going to work. Nope, Red Sox drop game not. two. Yeah, Red Sox drop game two, nine to six, leading to tonight, which was uh, quite a fun game in a lot of different ways. Chris Sale got the start for the Red Sox. Gant the start for the Twins. Chris Sale looked very sharp. Five and a third, two walks, eight strikeouts, including a three-strikeout immaculate inning in there, his third. Uh, and he gave up two runs, two earned on two hits. What did you think of Chris Sale's performance? Um, it was great. Um, I, 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 like you said, like this is his third start, and I had forgotten how much you know, quote unquote, hashtag Sale Day is. Um, and I've just been enjoying it. This was this was really great. Just seeing him just going out there and just dominating. Just even if it is the Twins. Um, I, I, I really don't care. Uh, just watching Sale again is just so, so much fun. It's so comforting to be like, yeah, I think this is this game is just going to be okay. It just felt so great. And it was really at a moment where the Red Sox needed it. Having split the previous two games, they also were extremely long games. I believe both of them were over four hours. Uh, for him to come in, dominate, get the win, get the series – move on to Cleveland. That is exactly what your ace is supposed to do, and gosh darn, it just feels great to have him back. Yep. Uh, the bats, most of the damage is done by two men. Uh, Bobby Dalbuck, three for four, two homers, seven RBIs. Rafael Devers, two for five, three RBIs, and that's 10 of your 12 runs right there. <laughs> so that'll do it. <laughs> uh, a couple hits also for uh actually that was it that was the only two with multiples i was looking at the wrong column so yeah really uh bobby dalbuck has had himself a hell of a month um he is hitting now 347 the month of august five homers and uh 17 rbis that really helps to have a bat like that at the bottom of the order yeah yeah it really does um, and apparently all we had to do was trade for Kyle Schwarber to get Bobby Dahlbeck all right and good. Uh, I guess maybe he's scared about, uh, I don't know, maybe kind of being in like a platoon kind of role. But I love to see it. I really do. Um, and I honestly, I didn't really expect it with how bad he has looked for the entire, you know, previous part of the season. Yeah, I mean, hey, whatever works, as long as it's as yeah. long as it's working. Uh, Schwarber also yeah. has had uh, a really hot ten games. His OPP is over five fifty after <laughs> four more walks and a hit tonight. Uh, that'll work. Yeah. Uh, the Red Sox just piled on twelve runs, get the win, twelve to two, take the series three games to two, and now move on to Cleveland. Shelley, MVP of the series. Um, I mean, when I was, when I was kind of doing, uh, you know, kind of like the solo stuff, I was like, yeah, whenever Chris Sale is, you know, in a game, he, or in a series, he's going to be my MVP. Um, but he's not, I think it's going to be, you know, Bobby Bouncy Balls Dahlbeck. I can't, yeah, 
just especially with this game. I had the exact same reaction because I was like, you know, midway through the game, I'm like, Chris Sale's cruising. They needed this to win the series, keep this momentum yeah. going, and he's doing his job. And then Thalbach just, I got to give it to him. <laughs> That's a hell of a game. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. We'll take a quick break, come back, and preview the series against Cleveland. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Up to the minute standings for uh, the division as well as the wild card. Uh, American League East, the Red Sox are... Seven and a half back of Tampa Bay, three games back of the Yankees, five ahead of Toronto. Uh, in the wild card, they, um, the, the Yankees and uh, Oakland are currently playing, and they are they've hit like six homers the first three innings. So I don't exactly know what the score is, but uh, that's a wild one. So before that finishes, uh, as we're not staying up for that. Uh, Red Sox a game and a half up currently on Oakland. Like I said, three behind the Yankees. There, two and a half up on Seattle. bunch, bunch of games coming up for the Red Sox against um, all the teams they're fighting for. So it's going to be a nice, fun little finish here. But first up is Cleveland, who uh, in the Central is currently second, nine and a half back of Chicago. Not much of a threat i would say though um starting with the pitching matchups we have eduardo rodriguez versus logan allen nathan Evaldi versus cal quantrill and tanner Houck versus eli morgan what are your thoughts on these pitching matchups um i think that we have the upper hand here um especially with you know rodriguez Evaldi. um I, you know those uh, you know those are our guys outside of outside of sale like, those are our studs, right, for the majority of the season. So, I totally feel fine um, with the first two matchups, especially with, with Cleveland not necessarily, you know, hitting um, very well. You know, outside of Jose Ramirez, I can't really name anyone who is really, really on a hot streak. Um, I'm sorry. Last... Oh, well, yes, of course. Second in the majors in hits since the All-Star break. Well, well, excuse me. <laughs> right? <laughs> I know. That's also me. I have him a couple of uh, couple fantasy leagues, so I've been of I've been enjoying that. Um, 
But in that in that third matchup, Hulk versus Eli Morgan, that should be uh, should be good. Uh, see Hulk again, another matchup. Um, you know, Cleveland, you know, is kind of sort of a pitcher's park. It's a little bit more, uh, you know. Uh, so maybe that can help him out. Cleveland isn't really hitting too well. So it will be good to see him in a um, another ballpark and just seeing how he goes up against another uh, lineup. Yeah, the, the lineup here is, it's not great. It's also weirdly constructed. Like Miles Straw, Ahmed Rosario, Jose Ramirez, your top three hitters, they're having nice seasons. Fred Mill Reyes has got some homers, and then it falls off a massive cliff and goes to Bradley Zimmer, Owen Miller, Daniel Johnson, Austin Hedges, and Andres Jimenez. Um, that shouldn't be a problem for this run here of Red Sox pitchers. Yep. I would hope. Yep, I, I totally agree. The The only thing that I'm worried about is our lineup goes cold and then the bullpen, which I do not want to look at at all. Yeah, that's really going to be you know, um, you know similar to, with the exception of the Robles appearance, but the the structure of how Game Two against the Twins unfolded, where um, starters kind of put them in a hole right away, but then the the bats were able to battle back. One thing Cleveland does have going for itself is a really darn good bullpen, and that's not going to happen in this series. They need the they need to get to the starters, and then just ride that through to the end, which they have the ability to do. Uh, prediction for the series and series MVP. Um, I'm going to go um, two for three. I think that we might drop one. Not sure which one, but uh, I think the bullpen's probably going to cough one up, if we're being all honest. Uh, but I think we go two for three. And then MVP, I'm going to go with Devers. He started to get hot in this last game, and I just think he's going to go gangbusters. Yeah, I'm going to go super optimistic, and I think they're going to sweep. Um, Love it. Just because I, I like the way that the pitching matchups work out, but you're right. Baseball is weird. The bullpen will probably blow one, but I'm going to be confident about it. You know, I'm riding high. Riding high off the win tonight, so I'm feeling good. And uh, MVP of the series, I'm going to go um, I'm going to go Nathan Evaldi. Ooh, love it. Love yeah, it. Yeah, nice strong start from him. All right, that is going to do it for this episode. Uh, We'll be with you again next week to preview a big four-game series against Tampa Bay. Thanks for listening.